What is up? This is the uh, spring break edition of the Radar Sportscast. I am your host, Rudy Campos Jr., the Radar Sports Star. Joined, as always, with my co-host, the Rambassador, Giovanni himself. I am not going to call you, what is it, Sugar Babe or Sugar Bear or whatever sugar Joe calls not you. Gonna uh, get I'm not sure where the hell crisp. Joe get that from, I will, though it's probably, Joe probably called someone else back in the day that, so he probably thought, well, maybe I can call Gio that, but uh, there's probably a hidden story behind that, just Joe hasn't really well, shared any yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're going <laughs> to get into that with Joe one day. Where did that name come from? And, of course, you know, Joe is... Uh, Big R. Kelly fan, so we'll get into some R. Kelly news. Yeah, well, you know, he's not here at the moment because he's actually at an R. Kelly concert. So, yeah, yeah, some R. Kelly uh, lookalike that's doing a concert in San Antonio. And that's where Joe Garcia. He he says he's gonna be at the UFC pay per view or watching the pay per view. But no, 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 he's getting buckets of piss uh, all over his face right now. So, congratulations, Joe Garcia. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the spring break edition of the Radar Sportscast. We have NBA doings because obviously the team that is uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that resides down in San Antonio here, the Spurs, they were horrific on the rodeo road trip. They come home, they win, what is it, like four in a row? Uh, I think it was three in a row, right? Three in a row, then they go to Atlanta. And they win there. So now they're on a four-game win streak. They play the Bucks tomorrow night in San Antonio. I'm expecting the Bucks to win. I don't think the Spurs will beat the Bucks. You, you always expect the Spurs to lose. What, what's I, up with that, Rudy? I have no confidence in this team. I have zero confidence. I, I've, I've said it before. I, I, have, I would have more confidence in Stevie Wonder driving me around town than whoa, I do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Seriously, Rudy? Yeah, I do. Well, I don't you know, there, there's been some reports in the past few years that, that he may not be blind, though I find that hard to believe. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it makes me wonder if he really is blind now. Now that I think about it, he's got to be blind, man. He's got to yeah, be no, blind. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, you can't pull that shit off for this I think long. it was last year or maybe two years ago, They someone recorded him trying to shoot a basketball, and I'm like, why would you give Stevie Wonder, like, a basketball shoot he can't see what the hell <laughs> who knows man like who really knows there's no i don't know i you've got that planet in my head now i wonder if he is blind he's got to be blind man he's got to be yeah no no i can't you can't move your neck from left to right as much as he does without it you listen, know, cracking or something if we find out in the next five ten years if something happens to him he passes away and we find out this guy wasn't blind <laughs> this was the biggest steal in american history if if and we find out Rudy that this guy is not really blind, that to me is like the biggest deal of the century. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. That'd be the biggest. Like, what if you find out he's not blind? Then you find out like Elvis is really alive. What if you find out Tupac and Biggie are actually on an island somewhere? You know that that's been kind of the whole notion the past what 10, 20 years that these guys are in some island. Uh, though I, I think they're probably dead. But hey. Uh, we we can't talk about Mike. There's a there's a buddy of ours in California who would get very very upset if we talk about Mike. So we won't mention Mike <laughs> at all or his Neverland Ranch or Bunny Ranch or whatever it was called. I don't remember. But yes, yeah, so get getting off celebrities because we we usually talk celebrities toward the end. The NBA is happening right now. We're coming up to the playoff time. Ooh, ooh, uh, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. I mean, I wish I had that Jim Mora 
soundbar right now that playoffs. playoffs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the uh, Jekyll and Hyde team of the San Antonio Spurs are, as of right now, sitting at 37-29. They're the eighth seed uh, in the West. And just by looking at the standings, I mean, they still have an opportunity to move up all the way to three. Uh, yeah, all the way to third. I would say even second because they're only six games out. But ideally, I can see them getting up to as high as maybe fifth or sixth. Um, I don't think they're going to catch Houston or Oklahoma. They may catch Houston. They're only three games out from Houston. Yeah, But it's I mean, still really tight. They're not going to get the one seed. They're, I doubt they're going to get the two seed. No. Yeah. No, I, and I think weather stands really right now, they're the eighth seed. They'll be matched up against Golden State. I'm pretty sure they don't want to be in that position. Yeah. To me, I think the best matchup out of all the teams, and I know that you've been you know, kind of shutting this down, but I think the Nuggets, with their inexperience in the playoffs, the Spurs, to me, could take advantage of that. I think if they play against Oklahoma City, that's going to be a tough matchup. And obviously the Warriors, uh, that'll be a tough matchup. But, but I think the Nuggets is probably the team that obviously they're the second seed, but their playoff inexperience the Spurs should be able to take advantage of that. And the Spurs just beat them last week. Well, okay. Can I make a case here for the Houston Rockets? Because out of yeah. the Rockets and the Nuggets, I would prefer to play the Rockets. All you've got to do is just let James Harden do what he does. Who gives a shit? If you stop everybody else on the Houston Rockets, you have a bum Chris Paul. He's old. <laughs> he's broken. He's not any good anymore. Who else do the Rockets have that scare you? I mean, Clint Capella will get into foul trouble against LaMarcus Aldridge, if LaMarcus is playing up to his potential. You have Jakob Perto, who's actually playing awesome right now. He's one of the, the best defense players on the Spurs team the past few games that he's been starting. Now you have a Derek White coming back, and he's off of injury. He's a hell of a point guard. He's a hell of a defender. How does Houston not scare, uh, make easier against the Spurs? Why, I mean, why would you think Denver's easier? I mean... Whoa, 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 whoa. Pretty. I didn't say they were easier. I just think it's a better matchup. I think the Rockets. In what sense? But in what well, sense? Because the Rockets are, I mean. Are hard. Yeah, well, yeah, of course James Harden. But to me, James Harden strikes more fear to me than anybody on that Denver Nuggets team. Would you agree? When he's hot, he's his. No, I don't oh, agree. Oh, man. Have you seen how many points he's been putting up, Brody? Yes. No, no. I see. I've seen the damage he's done on the offensive side, but again, that's one side of the ball. That's one side. He doesn't play any defense at all. So if you have guys guarding him with length, Rudy Gay, uh, even Derek White guarding him, even though it's a tough master matchup because Harden's taller, Derek White can defend. You have Rudy Gay. Um, I mean, you have if he tries to drive the lane, Jakob Perto's been playing really well down there. So I think that if your whole thing is you're scared of James Harden, that's not enough to strike any fear. Well, it's not that I'm scared of, of James Harden. I just think that the Rockets collectively in the playoffs, I, I'm not saying in the, in the playoffs with more experience heading into a matchup, I would prefer to play a team with less experience and who's really never been there in the Denver Nuggets. So now I'll say this. The second team I would rather play is the Houston Rockets, as you explained, but to me, it's the Nuggets and then the Rockets. The two teams, I think the Spurs would probably feel comfortable, but I'm going to give the Rockets a nod. But I definitely don't agree with you that the Rockets are a one-man show. Uh, but when James Harden's rocking and if he can kind of feed off the teammates there, that's a, a tough team to beat as well. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I 
I've never been scared of the Rockets at all all season. I mean, Rudy, think about this, Rudy. In Game that? Seven, they had the Warriors on the ropes in Game Seven last year. They took them. They took them to Game Seven. That Warriors team with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They took mm-hmm. them to Game Seven, and unfortunately, they missed like what th- thirty damn threes, and they couldn't make a damn shot. So, mm-hmm. but they did take the Warriors to Game Seven. So they got to be somewhat good. Would you agree? They actually, they actually got worse. They got rid of Trevor. No, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Trev- yeah no, I know they're not as good as last year. <laughs> yeah, defensively, they're not as good. So you have to outscore them. I, I give, I give them credit. You have to outscore the Rockets to beat them. But if you, okay, okay, let's just say, let's say the Spurs get to the sixth seed, and everything stays the way that it is, and the Clippers drop down to eight, Utah drops down to seven, Spurs get the six. Okay, they go up against Houston. You've got a Denver team where their main guy is uh wow, what's his name? I just in my head. Is uh Jokic? Right? Yeah, Jokic. The Joker. You've got him. Joker compared to Harden. That scares me because Joker can do a lot of things, whether he's inside or outside. He can get Lamarcus into foul trouble. He can get Jakob into foul trouble. He's a passing big man. He's a smart big man. He can score the basketball. His IQ and you can't disagree with me. His IQ is better than Harden. Overall basketball IQ, it is better than James Harden. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to compare the two players, obviously Porto's probably a more well-rounded player. I think the offensively probably goes to James Harden. I mean, listen, could the Spurs lose to the Nuggets in the first round? Yes. Could they lose to the Rockets in the first round? Yes. I mean, the Spurs team has been up and down all season long, inconsistencies, especially in that rodeo road trip, or if you want to call it rodeo road hell, when they were one and seven. Yeah. So, I mean, nonetheless, the Spurs, I mean, doesn't matter who they play. It's, you know, it's probably either going to be a sweep by the Warriors or potentially maybe a six game series, maybe seven against the other teams. I think the yeah. Spurs can really put it together. And if they go on a winning streak, Rudy, I mean, potentially, like you said earlier, they could get to maybe that fifth or fourth spot and really start playing well and maybe could be a season where we thought it was a disaster, but maybe end decently well. Uh, though the Spurs fans in San Antonio, I'm sure they'll still be complaining. Oh, no. I mean, we complain about everything down here. You know, we complain <laughs> that it's too cold when it's hot. We complain when it's too hot when it's cold. It's just a lot of bullshit in San Antonio. Potentially, they can get up to high as, as high as three. I don't see it. They're three, three and a half back from the third play, from the third seed, which is Houston. I don't see it happening. I think well, they can I mean, get as the Nuggets high as are, six. Yeah, I mean the Nuggets. What they're six and four in the last ten. Rockets are eight and two. They've been playing fairly well. The Thunder yeah. have been struggling. They're three and seven. Yeah. And uh, the Spurs have been playing decently okay. And watch out for those Clippers, man. They for some reason, man, they just don't die. They're like a damn no. cockroach. They just they're keep... the best team in LA. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's not saying much, really. No, but if. If you have the best player in L.A., you should have the best team in L.A., and that's not the case, which we're going to get into in a little bit here because there was another topic that came up, uh, and that's Mr. LeBron James. But ideally, okay, the Rockets are playing the best basketball in the West right now. I will give them that. They've won seven in a row. Right now they're averaging 113, but they're also giving up 110. That's what I. That's where I see it like, okay, their defense is horrible. We knew that going into the season. Oh, yeah, for if sure. You're, if you're a Spurs team, I say you want to see Houston first, and you don't want to see Denver or Golden State. 
I would like him to get to that sixth spot to play Houston. I have I I just have more of a feeling that they're they're going to match up well with Houston rather than Denver. And I think Denver I think Denver takes some I think the Spurs take Denver to six games and Denver will eventually win. I don't see the Spurs winning any games in Denver at all. Uh they they will get swept every game that they play in Denver. But I do see the Nuggets winning at least one in San Antonio if the Spurs can get to the eight, uh, seventh seed. I think Denver and San Antonio go six games. If the Spurs play the Rockets, I can see that first round matchup between these guys. I can see that first round matchup being really well. And it's it's almost a toss-up. Even though James Harden is the greatest you know, traveler and MVP, all that stuff, whatever. He's, you he's had, a great scorer. You just had to throw that in there, I, don't you, Rudy? You I had to, to throw there, it in. There is no way that any ref, any NBA, you know, any NBA uh, manager, whatever, whatever you want to call him, executive, I'm sorry, executive, can convince me that you can tr- you can travel. You, you know, you can basically take four steps and it's not travel. Oh, it's, you know, it's, what do they call it? They have the, uh, something with the ball. I, I'm, I'm going blank right now but Carry? Uh, the gather no, no the gather they said that the gather step is not doesn't count no listen he he travels a whole lot and exactly. this year for refereeing it's been in certain spots certain areas it's been pretty bad i don't know if you remember that play where kevin durant went out of bounds and he literally went out of bounds like he had half his body out of bounds and they didn't yeah. even quite and he threw the ball back in i'm like did you not like did you yeah. not just see Kevin Durant do that? No, yeah. listen, James Harden, he tra- – I mean, and it's not just him. It, it's other players, but we just – His is obvious. Hold. Yeah, yeah, his is just very obvious. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? It's the part of the league that we're in. And, and you know, I know you call it the no-fun league, but uh, – Yeah, it's not it's my – It's the way NBA. it is. Hashtag yeah. not NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I, I – I guess to get off, you know, to get moving on the subject, I, I would take the Rockets in the first round just because you have to deal with Harden. If you match up Chris Paul and Derek White, Chris Paul's a savvy veteran. Derek White's the younger of the two, but Derek White plays defense. And Chris Paul is not the player he used to be. So advantage spurs on that. So do you have the Nuggets going to the Western Conference Finals? Hmm. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I think Denver will get out of the first round. I don't see them making it past the next round at well, all. I mean, as it stands here, okay, if they beat the Clippers, they'll meet the Rockets in the second round. You don't think they could beat the Rockets? Hmm. You know, if it matches up like that, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think they will. I think they can beat the Rockets for sure. Now, I mean, okay, now... Now take for granted here if we if the Spurs get to six and they play the Rockets, okay, and they upset the Rockets, they'll play the winner of the Nuggets. They'll I play believe. either the Nuggets or the Clippers. If they see Denver in that round, I I will say that it's a possibility. Oh, well, let me get this straight, Rudy. So you you're saying the Spurs would beat potentially the Nuggets in the second round, but not in the first round? No, I don't think in the first round. <laughs> Let me give you let me give you a reason why. And, and you and everybody else may laugh at me, but let me give you a reason why behind that. Because if you go into the first round and you upset the Rockets, what do you have going into the next round? I mean, for you sure you do have yeah, I mean you, you definitely have, have momentum. momentum. 
You have momentum there. You have, and if you notice this season, when the Spurs have momentum and confidence going into you know a few games, they're pretty unbeatable. I mean, I will admit they're pretty unbeatable. And they're actually a very good home team. One of the best home teams in the league. Exactly. They are very unbeatable. Now, they're, on, they're on the road, Rudy, on the road, they're atrocious. They are atrocious on the road. Oh, no, no, yeah. They're 12 and 22 on the road. Yeah. But <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is that if you go if you go into the playoffs and you beat you get to the sixth seed and you beat Houston, okay, you've already beaten one of the Western contenders. And you go up against the Nuggets. What you said earlier with inexperience, that plays a part. You're going to have a veteran squad, San Antonio, with a veteran coach going up against, yeah, not so veteran and not so savvy Nuggets. They're not going to have. Thank you that. for making my point, Rudy. I really appreciate yeah, it. No, 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 but this is what I'm saying. In the first round, it's different. The first round is kind of like anything goes, it's kind of like the, it's like March Madness. You don't know what's going to happen that first week. And that's why I look at it at the first round. I give the Nuggets the advantage in the first round because that's what it is. It's the first round. It, de- I, it really depends on how the Spurs end the season. If they end on a shitty losing streak and they're not looking good, you've got to tell me that you have no confidence they would beat the Nuggets in the first round. It, they probably won't beat anybody in the first round. Yeah, no. I mean, if they're, that's why I think it's very important for the Spurs to continue to be consistent in these next stretch of games, because when you go into the playoffs, you want to be playing very well. What happened in 2011, Rudy, when the Spurs lost Manu only on that last game? They weren't playing very well. They matched up against who? The Memphis Grizzlies. And what happened in that first round matchup? Yeah, I remember. Gasol and Randolph went to work. So the Spurs, to me, just be consistent. Just go play well and just don't get blown out, man, because there was a stretch there, Rudy. I don't know if you remember. They were getting blown out by like 20 points. I yeah. mean, it was pretty bad. Yeah, no, no, I do remember that for sure. And, you know, it, it it's it's kind of weird because the playoffs, I mean, the Eastern Conference, I think, is pretty much settled on who's going to represent the East. Uh, it's either going to be Milwaukee or Toronto. I got Toronto representing the East. Uh, you you just made them that much better when they got Marcus off. So I think they're going to. Whoa, 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 wait. What about uh, number two, Kawhi Leonard? Does that make him good? Yeah, I mean, the guy is the best all-around player in the league. As much as I hate the guy, I will not deny. Have you said his best. name at all? <laughs> this, I haven't really said year. his name much. No, no, I haven't said his name much. I mean, I really don't speak of his name on the show very much. I mean, he's yeah, still no. the fake number two. But when you have the best player in basketball, and yes, I'm even putting him over LeBron and everybody's favorite, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, which everybody only likes Giannis because of this year, and James Harden, you know, all these guys. That guy in Toronto is the best overall player in the league. There's no doubt. So you're picking the Bucks to represent the Eastern Conference? No, I'm picking Toronto. I got Toronto. I just think if Boston can get their ass together, <laughs> that well, this team yeah. could play very, very well in the playoffs. So unfortunately for the Pacers, obviously, you know they lost Oladipo. The 76ers are also another team as well. But I think Raptors, I mean... I don't want to discount the Bucks because of playoff experience. I mean, the Bucks should be able, though. Rudy, would you agree to get to the second, third round? I mean, they haven't been past the first round in a long time, but they should be able to beat the Miami Heat. Or yeah, the no, no. no, no, no. I, though, I think they'll play the Heat. So, I mean, I see them beating the Heat. I mean, then you got teams like Orlando, Charlotte, 
uh, looking yeah. in. No, I know. So, they should be definitely in that second round it, tier, which will probably be against the winner if right now against the Sixers or the Celtics. That'll be a very yeah. good series. I think the Eastern Conference has some very good series. That'll be, I think, very interesting as well. Yeah, but see, that's where it make that's where I'm getting at. If if Toronto can see if Toronto can keep the sec the second seed if they stay there, I like that positioning because the teams that they would have to play are damn near nothing. You have Indiana without Oladipo. That's they true. Should easily squeezed by them, uh, run by them. Uh, they would be playing either Brooklyn or Detroit. Those guys don't scare anybody. You're right. So, the so Boston yeah. or the Sixers would have. The toughest road because in the second round they would have to play. Yeah, so I definitely think you want to get that two seed. I think the Raptors will probably stay there just because the Pacers have forty-two wins, Raptors forty-seven, the Seventy-Sixers mm. and the Boston Celtics are at forty wins right now. So the Raptors, barring a complete collapse, should get the number two seed. And as you said, Rudy, they're probably going to get to the conference finals uh, if yeah. they continue to to get hot. Yeah, I like the, and I I like the Raptors to represent the East. I mean, like I said, I hate the guy that's there, but I mean, I do respect the hell out of him. He's the best player in the league, and you know the Western Conference is still open, even though you've got Golden State. Golden State's running with everything. Golden well, State, but they're bored, really Rudy. But Rudy, they're bored. I mean, they just got blown out of Boston. They're bored. Listen, Rudy, when you went two straight championships back to back, Rudy, they're just mm-hmm. dying to get to the playoffs. They're probably okay. just dying to get there. And, I mean, you shouldn't be losing by 20 points. They've lost by 20 a lot this year uh, for a former champion. But, listen, I think when it gets time to crunch out in the postseason, I think Kevin Durant will turn on that switch, and they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, maybe. Do you think it, if any team's going to beat them, is it the, a team in the East or do you think a team in the West? Golden State? Yeah. Damn, that's a really good question, man. Because if you are pointing a gun to my head and say you need an answer now, I think the champion, the NBA champion, comes out of the East this year. If you said let you let me think about it, I think there's a possibility they could get upset in the West on the road to the finals. I really do. And I, no, I definitely probably agree with you. I, I think the East. I think teams like Toronto. Boston, maybe Milwaukee as well. I think they're well equipped mm-hmm. to potentially. Now it's you know it's it's hard to beat the Warriors four mm-hmm. times in a series. It's brutal. It's, it's going to be it, tough. But I think yeah. a team in the East, a young team with fresh legs, that potentially could be uh, a big point. Well, yeah, because let me let me throw this out here. If you've got a Golden State and a Toronto Finals, that kind of Finals matchup. That's awesome. That that's an awesome matchup because you've got Curry, Thompson, Durant, all scorers. Not much of a defend defenders, but they are all scorers. Now you go to Toronto side. Who's going to be guarding those guys? You've got Danny Green. You got the uh, the fake number two, <laughs> and you got Pascal Siakam. So you've got three good defenders right there going against three good offense uh, offensive players. And not to mention, Serge Ibaka is still there. Yeah, no, and they have Gasol there as well. I think it's, you know, I think these East teams, like Boston, they get their act together, and even the Sixers, I think they could potentially beat the Warriors, but it's going to take so much because when Kevin Durant turns that switch on Curry, 
and also Clay Thompson as well. Man, that team is so tough to be. But like you said, I think the Raptors, 76ers, and Boston, to be honest with you. I love Milwaukee, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I just think those three teams have a little bit more star power to yeah. potentially knock off the Warriors in the finals because we really want a competitive finals. I, I, I'm tired of teams getting there and getting swept, LeBron James. <laughs> so yeah. I want a competitive finals. I want to watch this thing and off the edge of my seats because the last time that happened was the Warriors and, uh, you know, the Cavs, what it seemed like 10 years ago, it seemed like now. But uh, yeah, we definitely, yeah, those three teams to me. It, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't think Milwaukee has the game right now. I think they're about a year away, even though they're tops in uh, the Eastern Conference. I still think they're a year away. They, Giannis is playing phenomenal, but well, you know, Giannis is going to have to have. Uh, I mean, it, a crazy playoff run for me, yeah. for him to get to the finals. I think he's going to have yeah. to have over 30 points, you know, 10, 12 rebounds. He's going to have to really elevate his team play. And I'm not saying they're not capable of doing it because at times they have this year. But in the playoffs, as you and me, Rudy, know, it's a different animal. The game it slows is. down and becomes a really, you know, a huge battle. It is. And you know where Giannis is going to really, really, really hurt his team? And this is, and he'll he'll get it, he'll get there, but without a jumper, he's gonna use so much energy getting to the rim that he's gonna get tired, man. I mean, if he yeah. can develop that jumper, then it takes less off of his body because he's not trying to get to the rim so much and trying to go hard at the rim all the time. If he can develop that jumper, man, I mean, yeah, he would definitely be the best player in the league. Maybe he'd be one B because I think one A will still always be. In Toronto until he goes to LA or wherever he's going, um, but yeah, Giannis needs a jumper, and I think he's gonna he's gonna use way too much energy in the playoffs just trying to get Milwaukee to each round, where I think they just falter, man. So I mean, I, I've got Toronto coming out in the East. I've got unfortunately I've got Golden State again coming out in the West, <laughs> but they don't have an easy matchup. I mean, let's say they take on the Spurs. That's Obviously, that's going to be a, a easy victory for them to get through the Spurs. Then they would have to play either Oklahoma or Portland. That's where it gets tough. Now, I'd rather see them play Portland because Portland has youth and they have the scores to compete with Golden State. But Oklahoma City has arguably the best player in the West. Yeah, you know, I think Portland has improved. They're a lot better team to me. I think in the past, they really relied on those two scores. To me, they have a much better team now, more equipped to play a team. And I think Oklahoma City and George, the play of him this season has been phenomenal. I mean, he's potentially going to be an MVP candidate. He could be the best player on his own team, which is kind of crazy to think. But I think Oklahoma City, I know they've been on a tough stretch, but to me, I think they could potentially beat the Warriors. Uh, but I think Westbrook is going to have to play a complete game, not just an offensive game, complete game, be everywhere. I think those are probably the two teams. I think Portland and Oklahoma City, Denver, as we talked about earlier, it's just inexperience. The you know the Utah Jazz, sorry, that's not going to work. Uh, so those two teams are probably the teams. The Rockets, I mean, I know they've played the Warriors a lot the past few years in the playoffs, but uh, I just don't trust James Harden late into the playoff run. I know people are probably going to crucify me when they hear this, but I just don't think 
he has that it factor, Rudy, that can really take a team over yeah. the hump. No, I think he's a really good player. But to have that it factor like a Kobe Bryant and at times LeBron James, a Tim Duncan, a Shaq, hey, man, it's, you have to have that it factor. And I just don't think he has it. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, James Harden, like I said, he's a great offensive player when he's not traveling, which is probably like 30% of the time because he travels the other 70%. <laughs> um, he's a great offensive player. And he can get he can draw the foul like no other. But again, when you take that extra step, it's not that hard. Um, <laughs> Houston's not going to go anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere. I mean, they they made noise last year, but again, when they traded away Trevor Ariza, that was the end of their season. They weren't going to do anything that would make the playoffs, but they weren't going to do anything more than that. So yeah, and to be honest, that Chris Paul contract, I just felt like <laughs> yeah. he could have used some of that money somewhere else. Listen, as good as Chris Paul is good, but he, he, he gets hurt a lot. He's not consistent enough. And when you need him where it matters the most, he's not there because he's hurt. So they could use mm-hmm. that money somewhere else for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's a, that's the bad thing. It's like it's like the Bryce Harper contract, you know, 13 years. I mean, what? <sighs> yeah, it's like the Chris Paul Harper. thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Chris Paul same thing. You signed him for so many years, but... You're locking yourself up into that contract and you're fucking your team over because you can't do anything. So I know NBA is different um, than baseball because baseball really doesn't have a salary cap and all that stuff. So they can do whatever they want. But yeah, I mean, I think we're both probably, you know, we're on the right track of who's going to represent each conference. And I want to I want to throw you for a small loop right here because <laughs> this came up. This actually came up in my head while I was working. And I thought, okay, Boston's the fifth seed. They have they've performed well below expectations the past few years. I mean, this is a team that should have been in the finals at least in the past year or so. And they couldn't beat LeBron. He's gone. So they have no excuse not to make it this season because they couldn't get around LeBron. Boston is sitting at five. If Boston gets... I'm going to... I'm going to paint you a, a a picture here. And this is kind of for Spurs fans too because it involves the Spurs. If Boston does not make it out of the first round, A, first question is that, and not, I'm sorry, not even a question. If Boston doesn't make it out of the first round, it might be a blessing for Spurs. And I'm going to tell you why. Danny Ainge, do you think he makes a coaching change? For Brad Stevens? Yeah. Think about it. All the turmoil they had this year. And they're a fifth seed. If they get bounced in the first round after being, you know, after tugging at the uh, finals coattails lately, do you think Ainge looks at Stevens and say, we need to go in a different direction? It's a tough know, question. It, I mean, I, a, I know the answer is question. No. I know the answer I mean, is probably no, but again, is it possible? Are you? I mean, listen, if they have a better coach in mind, why not? What do you think Greg Popovich would leave no. the hands of San Antonio and, and head no. over to Boston? No, no, no. But this is where I was getting at. If Ainge says, okay, we're going to go a different direction because obviously, you know, it's not working out, Stevens leaves. Pops already at the end of his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. I mean, I think if 
if if Pop decides to hang it up, and if we can get a Stevens, that's like hitting the jackpot. You can get a guy that who knows the game X's and O's and just knows about the whole makeup of being a head coach. Mm-hmm. Could he be in San Antonio? I mean, that would be, a, I think, an awesome fit. I think Greg Popovich is obviously on his last run. When he retires in next few years, that's up to debate. And I also mm-hmm. think R.C. Buford could also potentially be, potentially be thinking elsewhere as well, I think. I mean, when you're at an organization for so long, Verdi, I mean, you know. Everybody you needs to change. Everyone needs to change, and you start flirting with other ideas, as I'm sure yeah. you probably have done I have. before. Oh, I have done work related. <laughs> I've done before. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, if I'm Boston, I mean, obviously, you have to have a better backup plan in mind, Rudy, if you're going to let that guy go. you got to no, have I know. someone I know. else that is a championship pedigree, potentially. And I don't know if, what, you're going to get Phil Jackson on his last legs? <laughs> no, no. But yeah, no, I see what I. What I'm thinking is that the reason why I brought this up, this is a uh, this is a fantasy world that I I thought of, and I thought, man, you know, the Celtics haven't performed at all. You know, they haven't made the finals. They're having a shitty year, even though they're playing really well lately. They're having a yeah. shitty year. Is it something? Okay, it's like Ainge will go in the offseason thinking, okay, I'm looking at my roster. I've got a hell of a roster. There's no reason why I should fall beyond the second or third seed at any time throughout the season. There's no reason for that at all. So he's looking at the roster and he's thinking, okay, I've already put this team together. I've got Brown. I've got Tatum. I've got Irving. I've got Hayward. I've got Horford. I've got Morris. I've got Rozier. I've got Smart. I've got a team that can compete with Golden State. I just can't get to the fucking finals to compete with them. (laughs) So is it the coach? Because I've already had this team for a while. Is it the coach? Now, that's where I'm thinking, okay, does Ains think, is it the coach? Now, well, yeah, he's a successful coach, but I've given him everything he needs and he can't get it done. I'm going to say this. I feel like Brad Stevens, and I'm not trying to say this is a knock or anything towards him, but doesn't it seem like he can do more with less? It, it seems like yeah. last year in the playoffs, he didn't have Gordon yeah. but he didn't have Kyrie Irving. But they got that team to the Eastern Conference Finals. They get to a Game Seven, mm-hmm. and but now with all the players on the team healthy and ready to go, you're having teams struggle. And I think what happens is really sometimes with too much talent, you know, you a lot of guys are not going to shine. Tatum to me, I think, is a, a great player, but he struggled at times this year. Gordon Haywood, you know, he hasn't done shit, but hey, he has a, a few games lately with over thirty points. Yeah. So. To me, it, it's it's kind of mind-boggling to think, well, do they have too much talent? And maybe, like you said, maybe the coach just is not finding ways to really bring this mix together. Because yeah. this team is this team should be the number one team in the East. You got Kyrie Irving, you got Tim, you got so many players out there. And for some reason, Rudy, it's not getting well. And like you said, potentially, now that you've had kind of explained yourself, <laughs> I, I'm kind of thinking, well, if, if they get bounced in the first round, then... Though it, exactly. It's hard, to, it's hard to fire a guy that's been to the playoffs for so many years, though the Raptors didn't have a problem firing Casey last year. So No, no, they um, didn't. Speaking of Casey, I think he's done a pretty good job in Detroit. That team's going to make the playoffs. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, that's a good sight, team in sight there. Uh, I don't know, man. If they lose in the first round, that's a big disappointment. Do you think Kyrie leaves if they lose in the first round? 
Well, see, that's that's the thing. Now, again, you know, I opened this, I opened this Pandora's box for Boston, and I <laughs> wish we had, you know, Boston insights because, okay, with your age, you know, you have Kyrie still. I believe he's still under contract, right, for another year or so. I, I mean, I, I can look so. it up real quick, but you know, okay, say you're at the end of the season and you are like, okay, we're playing Philadelphia, we get bounced. It's like, well. Okay, what do we do now? You know, do I look at the team? Do I basically it's like this? Do I blow up the team, or no, 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 no? You you definitely don't blow up that team. Exactly. Okay, I got the contracts here. Okay, so next year they have now. There's two guys. That, okay, Kyrie and Al Horford both have player options, so they can either they can say I don't want them, which Al Horford would be stupid because. Next year, he's uh, his contract is thirty point one two million dollars. Oh, so he's not okay. opting out. Hell yeah, no, he's not opting out. Listen, you're, you're if, that guy's coming back. If Paco Saul didn't opt out of his shitty contract, Horford's yeah. not going to opt out. Yeah, th- there's no reason for him to opt out of thirty million dollars. That's a shitload of money for him. Now, Kyrie is guaranteed to make twenty one point three next year. He can opt out of that twenty one point three. So again, if you're Ainge and you are like, wait a minute, Kyrie. What can we do to get you to stay? And he says it's coach. That's what I'm saying. Do you keep the do you do you not blow up the team and get rid of the coach? Or do you keep the coach and you blow up the team? You risk losing Kyrie Irving. Well, I'll say this, Rudy. They've the listen, the team have seen how they've been without Kyrie and they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. To me, you have to have a very good coach in mind, and there's some pretty good assistants out there in the NBA. But you got to have a coach that can come in there and really demand respect right away. This is a tough situation, and I think it's really an interesting situation. Coming in the off season, does Kyrie want to walk? You know, there's been reports out there that potentially the New York Knicks will team up with if Kevin Durant wants to leave, which I think Kevin Durant potentially may do in the off season. Um, yeah, so it, it's a tough situation because Kyrie to me. He's kind of like Jekyll, Doctor Hyde as well, man. He's like, you know, he's like feeling the city, you know, I, you know, I want to stay, and then now he's like, oh, well, I don't know. So, to me, if if I'm Kyrie, I might have to opt out of this, go to New York. They're trash anyway. So, I mean, uh, you know what? I'm just, I just put that out there because it's something <laughs> for people. I want them to think about. Now, I'm gonna give you a couple of minutes here because we're gonna go into the next segment here. I want you to give your uh, story for the, uh, what, the Tales from the Sunshine State? Tales uh, from the Sunshine yeah. State. I will be right back. Give me a couple minutes, but you're going to give these people their story that they've been dying to hear. So go ahead and give it to them, bro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Tales from the Sunshine State. What does that mean? Well, I just want to explain myself because I think last week I actually did Tales from the Sunshine State, and we kind of kind of kind of quick but tales from sunshine state basically if you've ever heard about florida news how crazy and strange and creepy the florida news is well that's what i'm going to talk about every week now there could be a curveball every other week where i talk about some other stupid ass state but i'm going to talk about a story that i came across and it's a very very strange story and i'm not quite sure if i've ever heard of a story like this but get a load of this. So a Florida man was accused 
of masturbating in front of some kids and he got arrested and guess what he told me he was adjusting his hernia what the fuck so Ma- okay masturbating <laughs> in front of kids obviously this it's horrible it's sick it's a sick sick world we live in but adjusting his hernia can <laughs> is that a story that you can buy Listen, I mean, a hernia can occur where when you play sports, the doctor grabs your balls and tells you to cough. He's checking for a hernia. So <laughs> I'm not defending the guy. I'm not defending the guy. But Rudy, why but, would someone just accuse you of masturbating? Seriously. Do you they, or do you not have to touch your junk if you have a hernia down there? You do, yes, Rudy. Okay, but, but I'm not defending him. I'm not defending him. It seems I'm, to me have have you been doing this? Have you been no. adjusting your hernia lately? No, I don't. I, luckily, <laughs> knock on knock on wood, I don't have a hernia gotcha. or anything like that. But again, you know, I can see why why you know he if he did have one. I Rudy, if see. you look at the guy's mugshot, you're probably gonna side on side. He's probably masturbating. <laughs> Okay, no, I'm sure. I'm, sure so, he is. I can't, uh, I'm not defending him, but like I said, it's well, he's just caught it the wrong. And okay, this is the thing where I don't. I I get. Uh, I'm just saying this. You don't do that in front of kids. If you need to adjust your hernia, exactly. there are restrooms. Yes, I I can buy. Maybe he had a hernia. I don't buy the fact of well. I'm just gonna adjust it right here. I mean, no, that I don't buy at oh, all. Rudy, <laughs> you think that story is a little crazy? I have another one for you. Just All right, a, give me one more. Give me one more. I want kind hear. of a added bonus. So, I actually saw this not too long ago, but a Florida man steals a ton of rare coins. Rare coins we're talking about here, Rudy, in okay. Florida. And guess what he does? Have you ever been to that stupid ass coin star machine? <laughs> where you go going to- <laughs> oh my God. So he he turns all those rare coins wow. that are actually estimated to be worth a ton of money. He turns that shit in for $29.30 fucking cents. Wow. You've got to be kidding me, man. You've got... You steal <laughs> rare coins to make 30 bucks. Bro, because... Te- <sighs> man. Bro, 30 bucks. And my thing is, Rudy, also, people... You know, I post this stuff up on social media. I'm like, oh, this is not true. Listen, I can't make this shit up, man. No, Some I know Stories you are just all over the place. And those top two wow. sums up Florida. I lived in Florida for many years. And unfortunately, you just hear stories like this all the time. There was a guy in Miami who ate a homeless man, for Christ's sakes. I mean, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and I, I shouldn't be laughing at that. But no, I, I remember that because the first the first thing I saw in the story was zombie apocalypse. I'm like, no yep. way. And it was Dateline, Florida. And it's like, holy shit, there's video of a guy i mean it's far away you can't really tell what he's doing but there's video of a guy just sitting there just chomping away at somebody i'm like oh god damn what the fuck's going on here yeah i mean it's real folks it's real we are not gonna (laughs) die that shit's real but you know speaking of zombie apocalypse and speaking of chomping well let's just say chomping your career away LeBron James, 2005, the last time he didn't make the playoffs. 
I mean, they could still make it, right, Rudy? <laughs> they are seven games, and after tonight, I believe it's eight games out oh. of the eighth seed. There is, I, I really am just going to say we're going to pour one out for the Lakers. We're going to pour one out for LeBron because this year the NBA will not have him in the playoffs. This is the remaining schedule. They go to Chicago, possible victory. They go to Toronto, lost. They go to Detroit, lost. They go to New York, maybe. They go to Milwaukee, lost. They play Brooklyn, lost. They play Sacramento, lost. They play Washington, possibly. They go to Utah, lost. They play Charlotte, yes, they can win. They play New Orleans, I believe they can win that game. They Wait, go... but they they just recently lost to them. Wait, no, did, yeah. did they beat them without? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they won they, because they didn't play Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter. If you're not going to play Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter, you're going to lose every game. After that, they go to Oklahoma City, lost. They go to they play Golden State, lost. They go to the Clippers, lost. Then they have Utah and Portland at home to close it out. I see them winning three, maybe four games in that stretch run. So, on top of that, LeBron lost two of his buddies, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball, done for the season. LeBron Damn. is on limits restriction. So, can you say true or false? LeBron James is a loser when he does not have a star next to him. <laughs> and before you say, well, his rookie season, his first few years in the league, he took the Cleveland Cavaliers to, you know, the playoffs. I mean, Rudy, he, he did, to, Rudy. I'm not he did. making stuff up. But, but we're talking about an Eastern Conference back then when he played that was didn't amount to shit. I mean, you could take a high school team they would have made the playoffs in the Eastern Conference back then. Well, yeah, I mean, the bottom teams were trash, but they did have Boston and Detroit for a while. But he couldn't beat them. He couldn't. I mean, to to call him a loser, listen, LeBron James, to me, is one of the greatest players of all time. And Watch I it. understand it, the, the fact. Watch it. Don't say greatest player of all time. No, no, he's not the greatest. I don't think he's the great. I think he's one of... The greatest players of all time. Listen, I I top understand. Five? Top five? Not in my top five. Top ten. Yes. E. Okay. Go ahead. I, I think top ten. I think I, I think he can. And obviously his finals record is, you know, ah. it is it is what it is. Whether he played the Warriors or not, he does have more losses than wins in the NBA finals. And unfortunately, in this era, Rudy. Where there's a lot more star teams. I mean, you got the Warriors out there. You have well, the Boston Celtics are not necessarily a super team, but look at the 76ers, what they did. They added Butler on their team. This is the era of, of the super team. You need a super team to win an NBA championship. LeBron James, he needed to team up with Cleveland. They had Kyrie Irving. They did get love or whatever the hell was left of him when he came. So listen, LeBron James, is he a loser? I don't yes. think he's a loser. He's a fourth all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Listen, I get it. He's not going to be in the playoffs. He did get hurt, Rudy, if that matters, for about 20-something games. He wasn't at that team, just debunked. But listen, is he going to lose sleep over this? He probably won't. He doesn't really care. They have another season to get this right. Most of those guys are going to beat the hell out of that team. First of all, that team was constructed <laughs> very, very poorly. 
Listen. Pump the brakes. Pump JaVel the brakes. McGee, JaVel McGee. Seriously? Stevenson? Hey, come on. You had every media guy from national media to the guy who writes in his fucking basement for a living. You had every media guy. You had every quote unquote Homer for the Lakers. You had every quote unquote guy on random guy on Twitter. Everybody everywhere said the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. The Lakers are going to challenge the Warriors because LeBron James is in the West. You heard that the entire year and you heard it all the way in the beginning of the season. Every well, freaking day you heard that. Let me say this. Did they know LeBron James would miss a substantial amount of games? I mean, if you would have told them, hey, LeBron would have missed 20 to 25 games, would they still be in the playoffs? I mean, hey. It doesn't matter. Listen, I understand he should have played through it, but unfortunately he didn't. They're not getting there. But if LeBron can get another superstar in there, listen, he can't beat the Warriors without another superstar. It it doesn't diminish him. I mean, look at Kevin Durant. He's won two rings with the Warriors. The guy left a, a team that was very good to go to a great team. And guess what? We still crucify him. LeBron will still be crucified no matter what. Um, at the end of the day, it's unfortunate, but they still have another season to get it right. Um, I wasn't one of the media people to say that LeBron. Oh, no. I, thought, I thought they would get to the playoffs, but I didn't think they would be a great team. I mean, they have a lot of young, inexperienced I, players. And LeBron did try to trade everyone plus the coach <laughs> before the yeah. <laughs> yeah and that didn't have, sure. quite happen so um we'll see on joe's show the the show that we did uh, when we were predicting the spurs uh season i think we we're going like wins how many wins pick up playoffs all that stuff i remember on that show i stated the lakers will not make the playoffs that they did. will not make it you did and here i am i fought i fought you know tooth and nail on this let me subject. give you a clap Rudy. Thank you. Appreciate that. I I would like you know a paid so gig of, for coming a, a on that. A few uh, corrections that Rudy had this. Oh man, this I've had season. I've gotten a lot of stuff right. Nobody <laughs> just believes me. I've gotten a lot of shit right already. But yeah, I said the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs, and now I'm gonna go into my crystal ball and I'm gonna make my prediction for this coming off season. If Magic Johnson, who pretty much he did a decent job with the Dodgers. I think he kind of destroyed them a little bit, but he did an okay job with the Dodgers. If Magic Johnson does not get another star to play with LeBron, I don't think he gets Kevin Durant. I don't think he gets Klay Thompson. I don't think he's going to get the fake number two. I don't even think he's going to get Anthony Davis. So if Magic says, okay, I've tried. I can't get anybody to play with LeBron James. I predict Magic Johnson trades LeBron James this summer and gets assets for him. Well, listen, I I think part of me agrees with some of what you said. I think it's going to be a little bit harder than what we think, that they're going to be able to get a star in there. I just think players have been hesitant to play with LeBron James lately. I mean, look at Paul George had an opportunity, and guess what? He didn't go. And I guess Paul George would have had to carry them. Well, no. It's, listen, whenever you're the second guy on that team, Rudy, it's a lot of pressure. It's not easy playing with LeBron James. It's not. And he, you know, he he talks about his teammates a lot in the media, which I do not like. He does a lot of of pointing, a lot of complaining. 
And, you know, even the other day when he left the game very early before the game even ended, and he just left. A lot of things that LeBron James does, a pointer finging to kind of those messages where he's talking about his teammates and you're not sure if he is or not, but he is. And I think star players don't want to play pretend don't want to play with him. So I think it's going to be a lot harder to get somebody in there. Um, I, I don't think they will trade LeBron James to get assets, though I do think it's going to be a little bit harder than what people think to get a star in there. Does Anthony Davis want to come here? I don't know if he really does. Now, he does have the same agent as LeBron James, so that definitely does help. But yeah, if I'm but... Anthony Davis, um, you know, choose wisely where you want to go. Don't just... Just well, choose no. wisely. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Anthony Davis wants to play in L.A. I know he wants to play there. The problem is, come this summer, he's not going to have an option to play there. So what New Orleans is going to do is they're going to go look at that Boston deal that they're going to offer. Boston has a shitload of assets, and they can give. They've already said Jason Tatum is already a part of that deal, that he'll be a part of that deal. So... You're shipping Anthony Davis to Boston. He's got to wait another year to opt out of his contract to go play in L.A. So, again, you're going to waste another year of LeBron under contract. Two years that you've already paid this guy. Uh, let me get it here. I've got it right here. This year, he is at 35.6. Next year, he's at 37.4. So, if you've got nobody coming in next year, in 2020, 2021, you start paying him 39.2. Throw in another max contract on top of that. You know, there's there's two years that the Lakers wasted. If they don't get a star there, it's time to move him. And I'm just saying it now. I think they do. They don't have... You're not going to have a bench, man. You're not going to have anybody. Well, listen, I, I'm glad I'm not part of that Lakers front office. I think they'll be able to get a star... Is it Anthony Davis? I guess we'll find out. But um, I, if Boston, listen, Boston has the assets. If Tatum's a part of that deal, you got to believe uh, Hayward would also probably be part of that deal as well. I think he's probably playing to get traded. So they're hoping he, he plays well. I think he's gone from Boston. And does Kyrie stay? I guess we'll find out. But uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going through some free agents right now. You know, Kevin Durant is a player option. He's going to opt out. Uh, number two, fake number two is a player option. He's going to opt out. Kyrie is probably going to opt out. Kimba Walker is an unrestricted free agent. That's a possibility. I think he'll hey, listen, gain if, more. If I'm Michael Jordan, I try everything in my, my power to keep Kimba. Trust me. Oh, yeah. The Hornets are just – that team is trash, man. So yeah. if I'm Michael Jordan, you try everything in your power – to keep in, they've had issues attracting other free agents, and they have a lot of bad contracts too here. So, but yeah, please, yeah. Michael, keep Kemba here because <laughs> we don't have anything besides uh, the Carolina Panthers. Man, I don't, I don't like that Michael Kidd Gilchrist move that he had that when he drafted him. No, I always see, thought Kidd Gilchrist was going to be a flop. Listen, Michael has he was a hell of a player, but sometimes, Rudy, I've noticed the better the talent the worst of evaluating talents. Some of the best players have gone on to, you know, run NBA teams, do all this stuff, and they've just been bad, man. And Michael Jordan's one of those guys. He just he hasn't been able to pick anybody, man. I mean, he drafted 
Adam Morrison. How did that turn out, Rudy? <laughs> really, want my opinion. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to pay Bro, for some of his draft picks have up. been head scratchers. <laughs> you know the Kemba Walker thing worked out, but for the most part, they've had some bad contracts. And uh, you know, but well, hey, Charlotte. My... I mean, Charlotte's not gonna have a bad if they can stay where they're at. They're around. I think they'll be drafting around the 12th spot. Uh, there's this year's draft is actually pretty damn deep. I mean, it's a pretty damn deep draft. Yeah. Um. Obviously, your top five, six players are going to be monsters, but you've got guys falling left and right. P.J. Washington, for example, from Kentucky, he's predicted to be a second rounder. This guy is a lottery talent. Why he's in the second round, I still haven't quite figured it out. This is a very deep draft, in my opinion. There's, there's more, I would say there's more length in this draft than there has been in previous years, but... You know, everyone's taking Zion Williamson. My personal, and it's not because I hate Duke because I'm a Tar Heel fan, which they beat Duke again, by the way. FYI. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Zion is not the season. real deal. But Zion's what? not the real deal. He's not, dude. He's not the real deal. I, I'm marking it. It's 10:14 p.m. San Antonio time on March 9th, 2019. Zion Williamson is not the real deal. I'm saying right now he's not the real deal. He's he's gonna he's got a body. He can he can play ball with with all the men in the league. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you've been looking at his body, Rudy. Yes, I have. <laughs> his explosiveness is gonna really kill his career. I will say this: he needs to lose some of the weight because I think that's a lot of weight on his knees, and he's very athletic. Who he kind of reminds me of. Um, but what I think with a better offensive game, a little bit better, was a young Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson was a very good player mm-hmm. for a few years, and then what happened to Larry? His knees went out, and he was never mm-hmm. the same. I think he needs to definitely lose some weight on those knees because the NBA season, Rudy, it's very long. It's 82 games plus the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think for him to be successful, he needs to lose some of the weight um, because if he doesn't, if he plays on that weight, I fear that potentially he could be a Larry Johnson. He comes out, you know, athletic. And then when you lose those knees, Rudy, that's it, man. You ain't getting them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. I know he got injured in the previous Carolina game. And it's kind of funny because I, I, before the game even started, I made that comment on somebody's page that I hope Zion Williamson blows his ankle out. Jesus Christ. And he blows Have some dignity. I don't dignity. care, man. I don't think you understand how much I hate Duke. I really hate Duke. Like well, listen, Duke. I'm a huge Duke fan. Uh, I, I do China. hate North Carolina. I, I did watch the game, and unfortunately, um, it just wasn't, you know. Listen, we lost twice in North Carolina. We could end up beating them in the ACC championship game, and then nobody remembers, you know. So. It's possible. Yeah, I get that. I know. I know it doesn't count to, you know, to the ACC tournament, which I really do count that as a major, a major tournament for me. And also, it doesn't really count until March Madness gets underway, but... I'm saying Zion, here's the thing with Zion. He's he is overweight. Let's be honest. He's overweight. His athleticism is remarkable. It's un it's unreal. He's more athletic than LeBron James was coming out of high school and going into the NBA. I think Zion is way more athletic than the uh, than rookie year LeBron James. That being said, LeBron wasn't a fat ass. Zion is. So, you're right. He's got to lose weight. Where I have him is 
He reminds me a lot of. I like his game. He reminds me a lot of Zach Randolph without a jumper. He can get. He can play down po. He, uh, down the post. He's got moves down there. He's more explosive. His explosiveness. And I'm gonna throw you a name out here that you'll be like, what? His explosiveness reminds me of Harold Miner. Oh, baby Jordan. Exactly. He could. Harold Miner could get up and before the, the thing, drugs, right? Yeah, before the drugs, Harold Miner could get up. And the reason why I say Harold Miner and not guys like a LeBron or a Vince Carter when he was young, stuff like that. If you notice the way Zion takes off, Harold Miner needed every ounce of his knees to be that explosive. Yeah, he did. And Zion's the same way. When he gets ready to, you know, on a fast break, he's getting ready to dunk the ball, watch him. He really gets down, like he bends and gets his knees up gotcha. so he can have that extra explosive. Okay, Rudy, I got a question for you. Okay, go ahead. So, best case scenario and worst case scenario. The best case scenario, what player could he potentially be in the NBA? Give me a former NBA name that, in his position and size, that best case scenario, he can end up like, you know, maybe a Charles Barkley or, you know, maybe someone like that stature. Who do you think if if he if he hits his full potential, his full mm-hmm. potential in the NBA, who what player could you potentially see him like? Carmelo. Oh wow. Shit. <laughs> Carmelo. Okay. If he can develop what Carl Malone had, and that's that, you know, that eighteen foot jumper that's yeah. consistent. Uh I see Zion Williamson being not exactly like Carl, maybe a poor man's Carl Malone. <laughs> uh he can play the post, like I said. Um, he's a hell of a defender. He can defend. And same thing with Carl. Carl lived in the post and he lives on that mid range game. Yeah. If Zion can do that and not and stay away from the three point the three point line. Because Carl wasn't a three point shooter. No, and yeah. Most of the bigs at that time weren't until the whole European, you know, big man jump shot came in. All right, so worst yeah. case. What, worst what, case. What, what's the worst case? You know, well Robert Trailer. Oh, shit. That was bad. Yeah. All the potential in the world to come into the league and to make a name for yourself just to not do it because you couldn't stay off the weight and and you couldn't you couldn't get around basically basically stay off the weight and you couldn't find any other ways to score but power yourself in there. Hopefully like, he doesn't end up like a... And Oliver Miller, that that was. Uh, oh God, no! See, I thought about that. I mean, he could get, <laughs> he could get that potentially fat. And Oliver Miller was was good in his heyday with the Phoenix Suns, but after that, man, he blew up like big time, big yeah, time. Was... Yeah. So I I thought about maybe Oliver Miller, but I think you know Zion's not going to get that big. I think his full potential, if he was serious about the NBA. And decided, okay, I want to be, I want to have a really good career. I'm going to work on it. Carmelo, at best. I poor dude, I'm Carmelo. looking at Oliver Miller's Phoenix Suns, and yeah, he was a big dude. But when you look at him in Minnesota, look at his days. in his Sacramento days, bro. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, his. I felt bad when I saw his Sacramento days because I literally didn't know if they could get a jersey to fit over that guy. Even and his- if- yeah, even his Dallas days, my God. Yeah, man. I mean, Oliver Miller, 
he's alive. Is he still alive, Rudy? I was just going to ask you the same thing. I think he is still alive. Yeah, yeah. I think we would have potentially found that out if he was dead. I mean, even his Indiana days. Holy crap. I'm looking at pictures now. This guy. I mean, this guy has massive tits. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. And he was big in, you know, he was big in Phoenix, but. Yeah, but he was. It was like a. It's kind of like a. You know, he was definitely big in Phoenix, but. You know, I'm looking at pictures of him when he was in, in college, and the guy looked. He looked pretty good, man. The guy. He, I'll give you one player. And I, I've said Zach Randolph would be best compared uh, to Zion's game. But I think Zach is a little bit better. There's one player I just thought, you know what? I, I see this happening right now. If he doesn't get to his full potential, if Zion Williamson stays the same way right now, plays the exact same way in the NBA, Sean Kemp. Well, okay. So, so you know, Sean Kemp, when you look at Sean during his days at Seattle, mm-hmm. you would never think he would, you know, have a have a weight problem. But I was watching an, an interview, and I, I think what happened with him, Rudy, was remember the lockout year? Yeah. You know, some yeah. players need that level of structure. And yeah. I think after that, man, he just blew up. And then we later found out that if some of his other demons came into that effect, not just the food web, but also the drugs. But mm-hmm. Sean Kemp, to me, I mean, if you look at his years in Seattle and even that his few years in Cleveland, which was a very good, he took him to the playoffs. Sean Kemp, man, that guy was a, he's a forgotten player, but. You know, he was one of the better fours in the league, though he lost his legs, what, towards the late 90s. But, man, Sean Kettman, you know, they call him the Rain Man. Some of the best in-game dunks that uh, I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to have to hit up on some of these older guys in the next show for sure. But Yeah, we could, yeah, we could start talking yeah. about some of the guys that we haven't heard from in a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to – I think we might have uh, Deli on the next one for some talk like that. But, yeah, Zion is – he's overrated, man. Right now he's way no, overrated. I think, he's, well, unfortunately we're in the area of social media and yeah. it's put a lot of pressure on him. I don't think he's overrated. I think the media is – Potentially hyping him up. Oh, they sure. are. I just yeah. saw a picture of Sean May. Oh Lord. Oh Sean May. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> that dude's a fast. When he was at North Carolina, I I liked his game because he was just low post, and that's what we needed at the time. But at that time, you had Raymond Felton and Rashad McCants. So you know the scoring was taken care of. Sean May was just that big guy in the in the low post. We also had Marvin Williams for that one year too when they won the title. So. Yeah, Sean May, he was going to be a fat ass when he came into the NBA. Regardless, there was no, <laughs> there was no way around him not, not sitting down at Golden Corral nightly. Like no way. <laughs> Yo, how many teams did he play for? Uh, he started with Charlotte, the when they were the Bobcats, and I think he also played in Orlando. Didn't he? I, I'm pretty sure. Did he? I know, play, he, like overseas, maybe. He probably did, man. Yeah, the, the all the players. Play. <laughs> The food's yeah, the, better overseas, so. Hey, I mean, listen, if if Ella Miller went to play somewhere in overseas, he potentially could have lost more weight. But I'm gonna try to find a picture uh, of what it looks like. Rudy, know. for all we know, the guy lost fucking 100 pounds and he looks great now. 
Hey, if you can find that picture, you can post it on the radar site because that's that's something we definitely want to see. I want to see that. I'm actually looking at pictures right now, and apparently Sean Kemp's got a son that's playing D1 ball right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. The University of Washington? I'm going to have to check that out. I need you know, to see I, I should message now. Sean Kemp and see if we can have him on this podcast. That would be a hell of a fucking conversation. We can never get him uh, on. <laughs> you know, we we're gonna try and get some people on here. I've got a few guys lined up, but nothing nothing as cool as Sean Camp, the Rain Man. I mean, that that would be badass. I I would love that. Him him and Gary Payton, get them both on the same time. That'd be cool. Gary was uh, a <laughs> oh, oh Gary Payton man, the, <laughs> probably one of the the, the trash talkers that he trash court on the court. And I've heard stories where he trash talks in person too, which is. Oh, that yeah. was Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's Gary, man. That's Gary. Well, that's going to conclude this show for tonight. We talked to all NBA. Uh, there's some NFL happenings, but it's Antonio Brown. Eh, we'll, we'll talk about him next time and see where he goes. You have a lot of baseball that's getting ready to get going now. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, man, everybody out there, Austin, he has a four-minute national anthem coming up on opening day, which I believe is the 1st of May. So... I'm hoping Austin gets his vocal cords ready because uh, he owes me four minutes, and that's—I'm telling you—it's—it's it's not going to happen. There's no way he can hold it. And the thing is, it's four minutes, but he's got—he's got, it, he's got uh, minus ten plus ten, so he can go three fifty to four or four to four ten. So he's got some leeway, but I don't think he can do it. There, there's no way. He's talking to him lately. It's a struggle for him. So. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna do it. I have I have more confidence in the Spurs winning the title this year than I do of Austin doing a four minute what? national anthem. Bro, I have no confidence in the Spurs winning an NBA <laughs> championship. This year. That, that shows you how much <laughs> confidence I have in Austin doing a four minute national anthem. <laughs> but anyway, man, um, where can they reach you at for social media, man? Coach Joe fifty six on Twitter. You can also obviously catch me on the radar. Sportscast, right? Is it Sportscast? Yeah, right? we, it's Sportscast. We had to change it, so it's a Sportscast. Uh, it's kind of like when WWE had to change from WWF. You know, they couldn't yeah. do that. But they you can catch me on Twitter, also on Instagram as well, and also on Facebook as well. You can also catch me on the Radar Sportscast as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, uh, we've got the Rated R Sportscast Facebook page. Go on there, like it. We're also on Anchor. The Sportscast is on Anchor now. Spread out across nine platforms to include uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all. I'm I'm 40 years old. I'm gonna be 40 years old. But, I don't remember that shit. We're already, so, are you yeah. on Playboy.com too? Is that another podcast? Um, I can try to get on Playboy.com. <laughs> imagine. I, can, I I don't think you want to imagine that. This uh, we'll have play we'll have playmates left and right joining the show. So that would not be a bad thing, by the way. I. <laughs> I won't tell my wife, but that won't be the bad thing, though. But, yeah, you can catch us on, uh, like I said, Facebook page. Uh, We're all over the uh, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, and all this other stuff. Uh, You can catch me at the uh, rated, it's on Twitter, it's at rated underscore our podcast. That one hasn't changed yet. I need to change that one. And also, we are part of the Two Shots Network, our boss, Joe Garcia, who is sometimes on the show with us uh, when he wants to be very, very dirty. He'll join the show. But like we said earlier tonight, he's at an R. Kelly concert. Well, no, not our actual R. Kelly concert. He's at a 
R. Kelly lookalike, something celebrity yeah, concert. Yeah, Joe's having a, a very good time. Uh, he couldn't yeah. be here tonight, but he'll definitely be back. I'm I'm pretty sure he's drenched and pissed right now. So for that, uh, Joe, we, uh, we're happy for you because we know that you've got tears in your eyes and pee all over your forehead, I'm sure. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> this is the Rated R Sportscast. I'd like to thank Gio for coming out. I am the Rated R Sports Star, Rudy Compton Jr. Until next time, Joe says, uh, spread the love, keep the peace, and we are out. So shout out to Joe. So yeah, we are out. <laughs>